0: Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Amanda. And I'm feeling lonely.
1: That's it. That's that's all three of us. Um uh Nick is in at a bachelor party and austin is he going to austin twice anyway he's in texas somewhere for sure he's at a cowboys game so good on him sniper is somewhere watching that game at a bar too busy to be here apparently uh and uh jp diddy said he was gonna sit in but uh, i guess he's got more important things to do so um yeah feeling super special today <laughs> and nobody nobody wanted to come to my party mm.
0: we should have more listeners on the show like we used to just pop in. The call-in thing? Yeah, the call-ins were fun. Yeah.
1: yeah. Make, makes you feel I'd like... I'd love
2: to
0: say it again. Stern. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it's been a busy week for me, so unfortunately I'm not going to be able to offer too much. But it uh, looks like Emilio's got quite a bit on the radar to talk about here.
1: Yeah, I didn't play any video games either this week, so most of my stuff is front-loaded on the radar. And then uh, just a couple little things on highlights
0: wow. all right get get excited folks we've got a great episode <laughs> Jeez, the energy's on, lit here Come on, guys! Uh, we'll pull it through
1: we'll pull it through yeah. uh days has a regular setup right there she's got all kinds of fun stuff in, in store yep. for you guys mm-hmm. stay tuned right i played messages.
2: only video games this weekend That's but fun. just one so good.
1: nice hmm uh, according to Discord, it was like, oh, I don't want to bother her because she's obviously entrenched. Yeah. I
2: wouldn't have responded. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. Let's uh, get right into it. Uh, on the radar is things have that have come to our attention, but we have not played yet. Um, <clears throat> so Mr. Effin Sweet uh, put this on the radar uh, segment of our discord you can too by the way and i'm going to start shouting out people's stuff that i use so basically all you have to do is see something that you uh like that's going to be coming down the pike and uh post it there and the second thing that has to happen is i have to like it enough to put it on here which you know i try to give everything a fair shake um but this is kind of like a uh, this is rogue Genesia? Genesia 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 Geonosis? yeah something like that um it's a uh, vampire survivor clone um it's the of all the clones which there's 20 30 of them now i think uh this one by far has the best graphics uh it almost looks like octopath traveler or something where like it's 2.5d you've got this like pixelated character but there's definitely depth there and it also does this really interesting thing with focus where like the ground is a little bit unfocused and you're focused um, but yeah, I played the demo of it and um, yeah, it was really fun the The uh, gems that you pick up when you're playing the, the sound was good, the music was good and then the gem, it's just like Vampire Survivor, so you're picking up the gems and those are XP and it keeps you moving uh, while you're going around you can't just stay in one place and uh you can there's an audio tune which every every time you pick up a xp uh token which which is a lot but it's not annoying but it kind of feels up like you kind of like drops in a bucket like doop doop, doop 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 and then when it gets to the top that's when you level so you have this like audio cue to your xp level like you know you don't even have to look at your XP bar. You know by the sound that the gems are making. when. And I thought that was really fun. Uh, a cool direction to do. Um, it's not quite as flashy as Vampire uh, Survivors. Like spells and stuff. Like that shit gets super crazy. Um, I don't. I can't say too much. You know, I played one level. And so I can't really talk on the depth. I did like everything that I played. It seems like a natural progression. You know, obviously you have something that's already working, so you just pretty it up. And um, yeah, uh, on the demo, there's one of three modes you can play. So I don't know what the other modes are. Uh, if anything, it kind of looks like it lacks a little depth, but it, again, based on a demo, I don't know. Um, another thing that's different is you don't have to f- survive for like 30 minutes to win a level. Now it's like uh, you kind of have this, this uh, Slay the Spire kind of um, branching map, and every level could be like kill 100 enemies or kill the elite would be, and then you just move on to the next one. Mm. Um,
0: That's kind of nice because one of the uh, less likable things about Vampire Survivor was that if you had a good run, you were going to be there for 30 minutes,
1: mm-hmm. and not just that, dude. But like, I I felt like the attack patterns were—I think they're always the same. I think they just come always or very similar, anyway, in Vampire mm-hmm. Survivor. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. here, I, it's very repetitive. Like you're playing the same bad guys in the same order every time you play the level and then on this one it's like it's different every single time so
0: mm-hmm. well, um, they had different levels in vampire survivor i don't know how far you made it in it but you progressed to different levels
1: no no i know but every time you play the same level that level is exactly the same mm-hmm. is what i'm yeah. saying um but yeah this one uh mixes it up quite a bit uh i think and uh every you know i saw new mobs consistently it was good uh, yeah I can recommend it. It all depends on how much this costs. These games are like notorious for being cheap, uh, usually three bucks. But I can see because of the graphics, I can see this going up to like maybe five or six. Um, and I would support it at that price point too.
0: Well, we'll find out on the nineteenth when it comes out. Yep, September nineteenth. Until then, you can play the demo.
2: It looks like an interesting kind of world. Did you, uh, while you were exploring that world, did you happen to find any, like, bloody hell hotel?
1: (laughs) Uh, There was no hotels. Uh, You just have to sleep and shit in the fields. Um, Bloody hell hotel is, uh, is this the VR one, Bobby? Yeah, I think it's VR. Um, You're a vampire that woke up after being in a coma or something, and you woke up and your estate is, like, gone. There's not. it's all, it's just a empty house. And so in order to get money flowing in again, you make a hotel out of your place. Um, and uh, yeah, you have to pretty up the place. And um, there's also, there's no money, right? You have no money. So there's mines underneath the house and you go in, there's actually combat in there and you get a little bit of money and then you invest it into your house and then you bring in people. Um, I didn't see anything about you like, killing anybody in there i'm sure that's part of it oh there it is it looks like you do kill some of the people to stay alive um but yeah it seems like there's all kinds of stuff to do here there's crafting there's mining there's um there's combat there's uh fixing up the place and then there's the economy of bringing in the the patrons and i, I don't think i've seen a, a vr game that has this many different uh, things for you to do, you know, Yeah, I mean, not VR. Yeah, not in VR. That's fascinating. Yeah, it seems like a um, it seems like a first person, um, uh, like a sim game. Jeez, I don't, I don't know. Almost like, just, like what's that loot one, Bobby, that you played? Where you have a shopkeep, you're a shopkeeper, and then you go into the mines during the night, and it was a road like
0: something moon. Uh, there were a few uh, moonlighter moon. Moonlighter? Yeah. Moon, Right? Paris moon? No, I think you're right. I, I yeah. think it was Moonlighter. M-
1: moon, to Moonlight means to have a second job at night. Mm. So I think it was mm. probably Moonlighter. But anyway, that's what it kind of reminded me. So um, anyway, I'm like, I'm going to get exhausted playing this game. Like, I already have a job, man. But maybe for the right person, that, that'll be good.
2: Yeah, um, that's a lot of management. It's yeah. a
1: lot of management. A lot of shit going on, man.
0: Yeah, you don't really see VR games like that. Yeah, you don't. Although there's not a lot of information on this game, so we don't know if you act, if you have to have VR, but I assume you do just based on everything that we're seeing in the screenshots and videos. That game was Moonlighter, by the way. Yeah. But, yeah, that's really, like a that genre. One, by the way, right? I, I did. I enjoyed that a lot. I played it all the way through, and when I got to the end, I was like, this is the last time I'll ever play this game. I pretty much 100%ed it and like was completely over it. It was a weird experience. But that's a whole genre of games that have existed for a while, the whole shopkeeper thing.
1: Yeah, I, I, there's this one that keeps popping up, and I, I've been wanting to talk about it. It's called, like, a Potion Smith or something like that, or, like, you're the potions shopkeeper, you know, and you're doing alchemy and chemistry while the... the uh, Is that a VR game? No, that one's... No. Actually... I, I saw that one. I, there was, Potion like, a really maker. old VR Potion game. Okay. Actually, there's no mm-hmm. graphics, right, Dace? Isn't it just, like, only...
2: It's just... Yeah. It almost looks like a book. It's yeah. like, it's like, as if you're filling out a, it wouldn't be a bestiary. It wouldn't be a bestiary or whatever we were talking about. It'd be like where you're, yeah, that's you're right. like writing down all of the different herbs and like a cookbook. It's a recipe book essentially, but for potions. And like, that's how the whole game looks too.
1: Yeah. 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 Potioncraft Potion cool. alchemist. Yeah, exactly. Potion craft alchemist simulator. So yeah, the it looked, we got there. <laughs> some we stumbled our way through. Um yeah, it looks like old drawings from, you know, I don't know, f- the 15th century or something. And uh I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, you you're actually doing the mixing and and everything trying to make more potent chemicals for the the, the witcher looking dude hmm, that 15 in. 15 bucks. That could be good. Yeah, it could be good. Uh what are the reviews, Bobby? Uh well, there's a
0: lot of them. Yeah, eleven thousand ninety-three percent. Hmm. That's that should. I remember playing
2: a road. bit of a demo of it, but I think I was like too stoned, and then like read it and was just like, Meh, "It's too much." <laughs> Got off, but it looked beautiful and awesome. Yeah, I Good. thought it was on. I mean, I might be wrong, but I could have sworn it was on Xbox Game Pass, or it either used to be or it is now.
1: Oh. So, Bloody Hell Hotel is not Moonlighter or potion craft simulator but it reminded us of those what are, what do you got days
2: nice well i was gonna say you know it's amazing uh the <laughs> depths of the internet and all the different things that uh come out of it right and something similar to that is uh the game that i put on my radar which is paper beast um it is like an exploration game on vr where you are it it almost reminds me of like no man's sky, but all the creatures that you're learning about and all the beasts that you're learning about apparently come from different holes of the internet and you're trying to figure out where and jump to different spots. It seemed, uh, it seemed pretty neat. And so like, I wanted to check, it it seemed like it would be really beautiful and immersive experience because all the creatures kind of look like origami fragments of stuff, which I think is really cool. So like visually I can imagine that being such a mind fuck, Um, when you're playing it in VR,
1: how interesting, it looks like you can zoom in and out from the landscape too. So maybe you have like a God, uh, days, speaking of no man's Sky, have you ever played in VR? Like it, it's too much. (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah. Like it's, it's too, it's too good. Like part of the thing I really don't like, and it's just really that there's quite a learning curve. Like I felt like there was somewhat of a steep, not super steep, uh like some games out there like the game i'm going to talk about uh that i did play but the learning curve for no man's sky still was at least steep when i played it and then vr is like redoing everything Mm -hmm. like relearning everything because all of your movements are movements are different you got to do like basically sign language to the you know ship to get it to move like i don't i don't know i don't know the motions (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) but it's it is amazing like the in terms of the immersiveness though because wow yeah like it's just incredible so i feel like once you really know what you're doing in vr no man's sky it's fantastic but i don't know i feel like it's a little too um like not intuitive that it's it's awkward trying to play it in vr it's hard
1: you know for in a game that could do so many things it's you know and you don't have a keyboard. You can't type in what you want to do in virtual space. So yeah, they basically had to do a bunch of sign language for you to like interact and do all the, there's so many things, you know, and bring, which makes sense, makes sense, but that's a but lot how of, how do you do it? Yeah. 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 Uh, you know what these remind me of these paper beasts? Uh, do you guys remember like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, there was a guy who's making giant wooden and paper beasts. that would walk down the beach. Do you guys remember this? It is the craziest uh, shit about what, yeah, ever. So these things are like, well, it depends on which one, but they could be like 15 feet tall and like 20 feet wide. And they have these little sails and the sails turn. And this guy, figure, he, like he's a mad scientist. And it makes this creature walk down the beach. And it can walk for miles as long as there's a, a slight breeze is enough to make this whole machine work. Anyway, crazy. It's so crazy look it up if you uh, have never seen those before. It's definitely worth. Yeah.
2: That Could you imagine if you were like high looking on that dude or looking at that or riding that thing? It'd be like you'd be like <laughs> high on life, man, which is the game that you also put on your on the radar. It I is. love that. I'm excited for that game too.
1: <laughs> you are. You've taken taking, taking a look at it. Yeah. So this is by Oh yeah, because
2: it's Justin Rowland, right? right? It's yeah. Justin
1: Rowland. And this is most of his games if i remember mostly are vr right like yeah right it's been a lot of them yeah yeah this one looks like his first like tr it looks like triple a uh graphics to me it's a first person shooter non-vr um and you i think the big selling point here or the funny thing is is all the guns you use are uh have personalities and you could talk they talk to you the entire time you're using them and so uh you know obviously they shoot differently And they have different personalities and different voices. So they're probably just cracking wise the whole time you're going through your adventure. I did see a couple of them where um, (laughs) it's funny because like uh, that one right there, that one is like he has a real gruff voice like this. But uh, you're shooting his babies out of his butt. He's like, don't worry, though. I can make a lot more. So there's like you shoot these baby versions of him out. And those are the bullets. Um, But yeah you know you we already know his comedy we know that it's great um and i i like the banter throughout you know the that's why i like borderlands so much it's like the banter never stops so if my gun's talking to me fuck it whatever i'm going to love it i think this looks so good man
2: Hmm. i feel like i'm gonna love this too it's hilarious i mean to me everything that he's pumped out has just been fantastic i love trover saves the universe like and uh i'm blanking on some of his other games but they are like all funny i love his type of humor and yeah i just i'm very excited for this game And as soon as i saw it and i saw that the guns are talking and they're like your guns are your npcs it's genius i think it's great
1: did you finish uh trover Days?
2: I think I got three fourths to the way through. Gotcha. I got pretty far. I've never played
1: it. Team. I really need to play it.
2: <laughs> you should. It's really good. It really, really is. And it's just once again, like the fourth wall breaking. And I think the comedy of Justin Roland and, uh, what's his face (laughs) they're mostly justin Rowland though like i i just oh i love it i think he's fucking hilarious and so like yeah all the stuff that he makes has been so funny to me i think you'll really love trover because yeah if you like rick and morty and solar opposites like these games are so great
1: um and then so bloody hell hotel and on december were both because of burn division so thank you for posting that, man. Uh, so well, it's on, on December, let's uh, have Bobby click on it so I can remember what it is. <laughs> oh, it's a hack and slash uh, diablo S game. I remember now. Um, so I watched some of the video, read some of the stuff on this. Uh, what they're saying is uh, it's very fast-paced. I was watching the video um, kind of like uh, Souls-like, Type, you know, everybody says they have souls like type stuff. You can dodge out of the way of things. I've seen an action I've, I've played in a, Wolfen, Wolf, Wolsten,
2: Wolsten, Wolsten,
1: Wolsten I, think. I think, yeah, was almost exactly like this game. But I had no pro- other than the bugs in Wolsten. I think I'm saying it wrong. Um, besides the bugs in that game, uh, the game was great. So if somebody could pull that same thing off without the bugs uh you know i played it all the way through and when does that ever happen um uh the thing that they're saying here is that they have a crazy skill tree and uh you're supposed to be building yourself up to godlike status by mixing abilities uh to your liking so i don't think that you're hardwired into a class there's like a really big uh, skill tree, and you get different things, and kind of build your class as you want. And uh, according to the way they made it sound, uh, there's no limitations on what direction you can go. Um, so I've always liked that, and uh, I like action RPGs, and this is fast paced, so looks great. Cool name too. On like, December seems like hmm. like anti Santa, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, 2022 so only have a few months left there to deliver guys hurry up all
0: right no price yet also it said that high on life was coming out december of 2022 yep christmas time
2: nice nice
0: all right well i guess that's it for on the radar let's uh get to the highlights here um but first let's talk did everybody hear about this evga news
1: yeah, so yeah. Um, I, I saw a little bit about it. I watched a couple of videos actually <laughs> it, It's a weird thing for a company to do so uh, What evga does primarily is they take nvidia cards and then or make nvidia cards uh, with their architecture and then you know improve on them and they're the aftermarket brand for for nvidia and uh, mm-hmm. Which
0: a that, lot of companies do yeah a lot of
1: company does but wouldn't you say this is like one of the premier ones bobby if not the yeah i mean i always bought yeah i always always buy EVGA too and they've been doing this for years too like over a decade right yeah decades and uh 1999 i guess they were founded and um they just got so sick of the way that nvidia does business that they said we're not even going to make graphics cards anymore we're going to pivot and start doing other stuff.
0: Well, they already do make other things.
1: Yeah. motherboards, power supplies. Uh, but it makes up what NVIDIA, um, the NVIDIA part of their business is 80% of their business. And there's just like, Nope, not going to do it anymore. It's crazy. They're doing, they, they're claiming also that they, they're not planning any layoffs and that, um, you know, they're going to try to take care of their people and everything. But seems like a pipe dream to me because you got to have the money come 80% of your revenue is gone. What do you, what do you, I mean, you can. Who
2: pissed in there
1: punch, dude? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, they, they posted like so, some of the things that NVIDIA has the way that they done. treat their partners and you know, they act like you need us more than we need you, which is probably true. Um, but to be treated like that for year after year, after your complaints, years, oh, after yeah. years, apparently they will, like, they wouldn't even give you the e- uh, MSRP until the day it dropped. Uh, and how are you supposed to fucking plan? How, how do you plan anything? If you don't even know how much money you're going to be bringing in on these cards. And then the other thing is they always put out the founder edition, which is a cheaper version. So you're paying for the rights to use this card, and uh sell it at a certain price and you have to sell it at the msrp or above uh but not below and then they they uh kneecap you by putting out their own card that you can buy uh straight from the manufacturer so it's like um you know it's counterintuitive it's not it's not good business well it's been working for years but these guys are sick of it i'm not on either side of this fence like i'm i'm not there i don't work there but it does seem like for somebody to get this fed up it must have been a semi-abusive business relationship you know what i mean for a long
2: time yeah and just runs them down i mean it sounds like they got really burnt out yeah, yeah and burnout's totally. bad I and mean, you know if are you I mean, all right hold on we're gonna we're just gonna switch gears are, are you feeling burnt out do you <laughs> feel sad sometimes like you can't Get all your achievements like you want to on your video game, you're just trying to complete your Steam and you can't. Well, if you're burnt out, Guardians MH can help you out. <laughs> something I put on my highlights. <laughs> um, what it is, is it's a group of mental health awareness for the gaming community. The soft song. and this is going to show you your level. All right. all
0: right, that was a YouTube oh, video. Uh- <laughs>
2: No, it's it's like these programs, it's a uh 501c3 nonprofit organization that promotes mental health awareness and resources but specifically for the gaming community. Uh they cater as well to a lot of veterans and so I put their website on uh the show notes and they have all kinds of different things. One of the things that I think is really cool that they do is they have these kits where they will send you things. Um they have a Destiny 2 one that's kind of their biggest one, I think, is a Destiny 2 mental health kit. And it's just different things, but it's like a packet of of stuff. And I think it does come with a Destiny 2 things in it. I know that at the moment, though, they're on back order because there's a lot of people trying to get them. So, But there's a ton of things online that you can do at home if you're interested. So I don't know. Maybe some people are feeling that, especially if they are feeling burnt out. We had a pandemic and work is always exhausting and life can be exhausting. And so there's lots of things out there to help and I think all of us kind of can relate to that since we you know video games have always been such a fun and awesome escape for some or at least a great distraction you know from stress and stuff of life and so it's nice that they have things out here though they have ones catered towards uh Twitch streamers and all kinds of things
0: That's, so yeah
1: i i could only support this this is this is good um you know there's people out there that you know they're feeling alone or whatever and uh they just happen to you know they play games or whatever and they would probably there are people out there that would have never looked for help in other avenues but if this is already in the circle that they run in already they they're that much more likely to uh to click on it so i can only support this you know
2: absolutely
0: awesome yeah
1: yeah that's good i like i like it
0: all right, guardiansmh.org. That's the website.
1: Very quick on uh, one more thing. In construction, They talk every year we have like
0: um,
1: like Suicide Awareness Week. Uh, construction is number two most likely for suicide uh, industries. I don't know what number one is, but I'm sure. like, fuck, no wonder we have this every year. That's crazy. And then uh, I, I
2: remember seeing it was a dentist. Dentist is pretty high up there. I know that.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to see fucked up teeth all the time? I guess so. <laughs> Smell bad breath. I don't know. Yeah.
0: What? <laughs> no, I think cops are pretty high up there, but or I don't know. But construction workers, I figure it's because they're already up on those big high buildings. I mean, it's pretty easy. You just jump right off, right? Maybe Make, yeah. making jokes about <laughs> mental health and suicide. folks. That's why you tune in every week. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, I looked it up, though. I don't know what what list you're getting, Emilio, but a quick Google search. Uh, it goes doctors, dentists, police officers.
0: That's
1: doctors, dentists, police officers.
0: And those are professions that if you don't kill yourself, those jobs will probably kill you eventually anyway.
1: Yeah, especially at the beginning.
0: Like fucking doctors are just. I can't imagine like this Everything you have to go to first of all to become a doctor and then all the stress of being a doctor and it's like Yeah, you get paid a lot, but it's it's you have like a ton of um, uh, Student debt first of all and plus you run a real high risk of getting sued like it's you get you make a lot of money But you have to spend a lot of money and it's like constant uh, constant um, uh, fees and, and shit It's tough. I I would never want to be a doctor or a dentist or a police officer
2: i think it's just a really high emotional toll but you know if anybody out there is listening and, and struggling or something you know there are definitely a lot of resources out there to help with people and like i said i think a lot of us do genuinely understand that and know that being a part of the gaming community though because it is another like great community right just like our community on discord and if you want to join which you should and you can talk to all of us about all of this stuff or whatever you can go to net and our discord is on that website
1: it's that easy. Two clicks. Or one type and one click. That's it.
0: One type, two clicks. <laughs> keyboard has to be involved. Yes. <laughs> uh quick shout-out to The Drillbit, subscribing for 16 months. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, dude. Good shit. Mid-month sub. Yeah, Usually we get them at the beginning of the month. All right. So I played some Deep Rock this week. It's part of my uh, secret plan to... Get a bunch of people that I'm playing Heroes of the Storm with to start playing deep rock. How'd that go? Um, They'd never heard of it. They're just like deep. What's that? I'm like, oh boy. Well, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, But I'm trying the soft set. That's what I was gonna say, Bob. Because I'm "I'm "I'm
1: always the hard set. I fucking. It's the best (laughs) thing ever. You got to come over. It's the. uh," And then they're like, uh, you know, dude, it's not sucking my dick like you said it was gonna suck my dick. So. Yeah, you're the master of the soft sell.
0: Yeah, so what I'm going to do is, I mean, probably sometime when I'm on their Discord or something, I'll start streaming it on the Discord just so they can check it out. And then when it's on on sale, that's the time to really push it. Because right. 30 bucks is, it's not a lot, honestly, for a video game, but it, it's a lot to ask somebody if they don't know what the game is. sight unseen.
1: Yeah, yeah, just
0: like hey, 30 bucks on this game. 15 bucks doable. Yeah. But uh 30 not so much.
1: You're in for the long con, dude. Yeah. It's uh,
0: not a con. I'm well, working. <laughs> I'm working long game. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but I did play some uh this week uh with the uh the old Friday crew got together and we played a few rounds. They've got the Oktoberfest event going and uh there's I think at the end of season two and really the game hasn't changed too much since the last time I, ch- I was playing. It's uh, just a lot of cosmetics. Although I will say the Oktoberfest, one of the hats in there, it's just like a beer keg on your head. It's pretty good. So yeah, yeah, there it is. Let me bring it up here on screen. Can you see it here? Oh, you can't even see it. They cut it off. You can see it there. Yeah. It's just a beer keg just sitting on your head. So that's pretty cool. Um, and they always decorate the, um, the starting area, which is fun. Um, and it's got like bratwurst and pretzels and uh, all sorts of things hanging around. You know, it's nice that they do these events, but I I don't think the game has changed too much. Although I will say I've got some practice to do because I'm out of... I, I, I am so like... I think it's because I've been playing Heroes of the Storm again. I'm just not... I'm having a tough time with first person shooters. When I first started playing this, I was like, "Whoa, this is too much. Like it didn't look right. It, it took me a while to adjust. How much heroes are you playing these days, dude? Um, so this is what happened with that. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that is not usually when you ask, <laughs> oh, an <no>. addict. <laughs>
1: when you ask an addict, how, <laughs> how much have you been dabbling? And they ask, they're
0: like, uh, well, the story, <laughs> what had happened There's, was, the story goes, yeah. Um, Apparently they made a change so you play 3 placement games in ranked. I used to have to play like 10. It was so annoying. But you play 3 placement games and now you can't place super high. Like I used to just I used oh, to okay. do my 10 placements and place Masters every single time, Okay, great. Well, all the work's already done for me Um, now you can no longer place higher than I think platinum But it starts you off as if you were bronze like the lowest tier So I played three placement games. I lost two of them and they put me in Like bronze two and i'm like, dude, I am not a bronze player. Are you kidding me? What is are you? Serious And, and what makes heroes of the storm very difficult is You are as Good as your worst player in that right. game. Um, because Almost it's such like a, a
1: team. team Bobby.
0: Yeah, yeah. Your links like in a, a chain. Yeah, links in a team. Yeah. It's a team based game. That's no, no, what I no, thought totally. about it. But you can't hard carry like you can in other MOBAs unless I figured out if you play this character, Lee Ming, which is the closest thing the game has to a carry. She does a whole bunch of damage and. Her abilities all reset when you get a kill, so you can really build some momentum in a team fight. Sounds like a panda. A or panda? A, no, yeah, no, no. It's um, what game is that? For? Uh, Diablo. It's oh, okay. the the mage. The game. The name they they gave to the uh, no, they call him a wizard in Diablo too, right? Okay. Yeah, the one that's yeah. got the laser yeah, the beam wizard. that shoots out in a straight line. But
1: yeah, a character oh, like yeah. that, that uh, with the reset abilities, that that you know, you can you can go for a pentakill with that.
0: Uh, yeah, if you have enough mana. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can really stomp them. Um, so what I figured out is that if I just play her all the time, I just keep winning. I am 10 and 1 playing this character nice. and ranked. And I've, I've climbed up to Silver 2 I'm at now. But it takes time. And the, the season ends in two weeks. And I do not want people to look at my profile and go back to like, you know, season, whatever, and say, oh, this guy was silver too back in then. Right, right. I, I don't want that mark on me. So I'm trying to grind my way up. And it's, you know, it, it takes a while. It takes like three, sometimes four wins to jump one level. So I'm, I'm climbing. But it's so funny, because I just... I get into a game. I don't even care what my team's doing, dude. I just insta lock Ming like an asshole every single time. Just, <laughs> as like as soon as because you're protecting up, your healer. Yeah, I don't. I don't care what they're doing, dude. Sometimes like they get mad and they start yelling at each other and they don't pick a healer. or They troll each other. I don't care, dude. I'm picking Ming. I'm doing top damage, top top um, creep damage, and yeah. I still win, dude. Ten and one. Like I'm just stomping with this character.
1: And it, oh, fuck, I don't even know enough to know this, but is, is that a is. Yes. You go mid lane with that?
0: No, you... there's not a mid lane. There's no lanes, not, right? Well, you know, there's different maps and everything. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. There's an off lane. There's a tank and a healer. What, you, what I do like about HOTS is they do have the tank role. You don't really have that. You have supports and other mobs, right. but you don't really have tanks. But in HOTS, you have a tank, a healer, and then you have usually a bruiser as your off lane, and then two DPS. Like could be a mage, could be a a damage character, but I, I don't care. None of this matters, dude. I'm playing in such low ranks that not, the the rules are out the window, dude. Yeah. They're just, it doesn't even matter. Like, I just pick this character and I do a shit ton of, ton of damage, and if we lose, it is not my fault, dude. Do you know
1: how many fucking sad faces you're making around the world, dude? You're steamrolling people that have no idea how to play the game. Oh, I have idiots on my
0: team, too, dude. They're on my team, too. It's <laughs> I know, but I feel like you're blowing these people out. Well, they don't even see it coming, on. dude. Yeah. Like, I got into one game, and everyone's like, let's use voice chat. And I'm like, oh, God, all right. I'll get into voice chat, but I'm not going to talk. Um, and then they're, like, strategizing, and I'm just like, these guys are fucking idiots. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to pick mean guys. You know, just do what you think is best. And they did what they thought was best, and um, it, it was disastrously terrible. But And they apologized to me at the end of the uh, game, man. They are just like, sorry, we let you down. I'm like. Did you win? It, no. Or was that the one you lost? This, this oh. is one of my placement games. Oh, uh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, man, but it's pretty obvious when I play these games that I do not belong in there because I just kind of like crush these people. But
1: man, I have uh today this week, I mean, I didn't put it on my list, but if we're talking about stuff that uh not on the list, yeah, I played street fighter this week. Not a whole lot, but it was just a bad week, man. I lost probably nine out of my 10 matches this week. And, you know, you watch that ranking go down and you, you're getting frustrated. You get on tilt, just like a poker player. And you're yeah. just like, I can't dig my way out of this hole. And I played casual today. I played casual. I said, okay, I got enough time for maybe three matches. I'm going to play casual to warm up and then I'll get into ranked. Got stomped in casual, dude. Stomped stomped but and the guy's name was his name was uh just some
0: dad i'm just some dad too you motherfucker oh man it was so Uh, frustrating dude dude. even match, but in a game like street fighter you have no one to blame but yourself which is harder yeah because it's just one v one yeah but I'm more (laughs) of a piece of shit than you are bobby yes that's exactly uh, what's going on i will say like what i love about ranked play i i have a bit of ladder anxiety i don't like ranked play in um uh smite i never played i played like yeah. three games of ranked won them all and just retired undefeated it's so stressful yeah it's stressful because you know you build it up and it becomes super important but i will say the games are so much better in ranked so much yeah when you play casual in at least in mobas from my experience you, you get people who are just like afk sometimes they don't care. or you yeah. know they just they're goofing off or they're just not well, very good too but
2: casual you,
0: yeah but yeah. You're, you're getting ranked people are just at least they're they're giving it a hundred percent now their hundred percent may not be that good but at least they're giving it all
1: but also how are you ever going to get play- better if you're not playing better people yeah. yeah that's true oh by the way uh nick decided to uh try my old man energy and i wiped the fucking floor with him it wasn't even close it's street fighter yeah I- and you know, I, I was a little nervous because I haven't played him in probably twenty years, and uh, he has a tattoo of Akuma and and Bison, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, like what am I getting into here? And uh, yeah, it wasn't even close. That said, I have tons of practice recently, and he has zero. Uh, but yeah, wow.
0: I, I embarrassed him. Uh, watch out for the rematch, then. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. We
1: should record it next time. I'll I'll post it up. <laughs> Well, at least you can still beat him. Yeah, that was pretty much the only person I beat this week. Um, yeah, anyway. So um, I, uh, I I was reading articles, and another article that I read was how Cyberpunk is at its second all-time higher players right now. Um, it has uh, like 48,000 people playing at the same time at some point this week. And, uh, people are saying, well, it's obvious it's because Netflix has a show. I didn't even know that there was a cyberpunk show on Netflix, but it's called cyberpunk and the runners. I watched a couple of, ep- uh, two and a half episodes today. Um, it's not arcane. It's not like fucking, oh my God, the best shit i ever seen, but it's, it's good because I like to see how the other citizens of, uh, night city live their lives, you know? Um, it's not not like the, you're, they're touching on the every man everywhere but it, you know you get you see one family and one guy kind of get ripped apart and um, go from there I'm not gonna give it away too much it's a brand new show but I'd say it's worth a shot you know um, the art isn't nothing it's nothing right home about um, mm-hmm. it's anime yeah it's this anime is- um, it although you know at, at this point, sometimes it's hard to tell uh, does anime mean st- specifically japanese or does it mean it could be american and japanese style i don't know
0: It's american anime
1: yeah i think that's what this is uh I but yeah of an animation it's not bad and it's it's better than just like okay i just don't want to say like Uh, like everything else, it's the best thing ever. It's just, maybe I'll like it more, but it's like a four, where where were you just now, uh, Bobby, that I gave it a 4.9 out of five?
0: Oh, that just, I I think that was on Google. Like I just searched it. Yeah. And it came up 4.9 out of five.
1: Yeah. And that's 600 ratings. So people are enjoying this quite a bit. Mm. Yeah. I'll probably watch it if I have the time. Uh, It's on Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, just showing how much more, what a turnaround Cyberpunk the game has had. I uh, really we all knew quit. that was going to
0: happen, though, right? Like, it well, was a good said. game. It just came out way too early. Like, they didn't have yeah. it finished.
1: Yeah, they said, too. They're, they're like, we owe the, there's no way we're going to let this not just die on the vine. We owe it to everybody who bought it to make this a great game. So, um makes me, it's almost uh, complete redemption for, for them but yeah they should have never put it out they're publicly traded in uh where are they from poland mm-hmm. yeah and i think there's just too much pressure from
0: well they had already postponed holders. the game a year yeah you know, there there was a lot of pressure from all angles to get that game out mm-hmm.
1: uh, oh real quick uh, i really it's something you never think you know uh the like cyberpunk universe everybody has mods and almost everybody has like US- these little USB drives in their neck, you know? And then there's this girl that the main character meets, and she's not a pickpocket, she's a pick socket. She has like a tool that makes the mods pop out of their socket, and she just like grabs them out of the air and goes running. And I was just like, oh, that's so fucking cool, man. Like, of course, in this like crazy city where nobody everybody's scra- scraping and scrounging for every little thing of course there'd be people just stealing mods right off of people's bodies how crazy of a concept is that I th- 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 that was fantastic it's like new age
0: organ harvesting mm-hmm. yeah
2: that's awesome though I was watching a buddy play uh, cyberpunk because he was getting back into it and talking a lot about both the film on or both the show on Netflix and also playing in like all the mods in the game now that like you can do and things like that like I was watching him drive a car around and just hang out the car the whole time just shooting people <laughs> as he was driving by and just like going on crazy rampages with these insane souped up guns and stuff that he was able to build. And yeah, it looks like it has come such a long way because I played it when it came out, but it looks, I mean, it, it well, it feels and seems to be definitely where it should have been or yeah. where it should have been when it was released. Yeah,
1: exactly. And there's a DLC announced now too. Um, nice. to well one thing really um but when you're saying hanging out of a car and shooting i thought of gta and when i thought of gta i can't believe i didn't put this on the show notes but did you guys see the leaked footage from gta6
0: no no
1: yeah. um i mean it's pretty rough uh it's totally leaked you can tell n- no way they wanted this to come out the way it is uh but uh i buy it i mean I, it looks it looks like what I think GTA Six would look like, you know. Um, there's, I haven't even seen this video, so yeah. There's like uh, debugs and all kinds of like weird things popping up the whole time. Uh, you could tell that yeah, somebody, somebody over there recorded some uh game testing gameplay and and put it on a thumb drive or something like fuck is spy shit and got it out so uh you can't really tell too much, and I haven't read any analysis on on the video but I, I think that this is real what what people are putting out and it doesn't look bad i mean not blow blow you blow you away type graphics but uh, g t a never really did do that, you know they were all about No,
0: they just. We're all about the story, and then and we're making
1: the environments like realistic. Or
0: yeah, I mean, it, it was like uh, I don't know. I feel like they kind of didn't invent, but cornered the market on sandboxes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could run around and just shoot people out a car window, like you were saying.
1: Yeah, exactly. But
0: I don't know. They they were always like so edgy, and I just wonder how because the last one came out 2010, I want to say.
1: Yeah, it's been a long and time. So
0: much has changed since then. You know, we've we've had our fill of like a lot of edgy games and I don't know. I don't
1: think I don't. they're going to care. I don't think they're going to be PC.
0: No, no, I wouldn't think that it, they would switch that because of it. I just think like, are they going to come out with a game that we've already seen a thousand times before?
1: Are you saying that it's harder now to push boundaries?
0: Yeah. And not just like in that respect, not even just like social. The political social correctness of it all. I just mean like, you know, the sandbox and being able to do what you want to do. I mean, think about it, dude, like grand or, um, cyberpunk is basically like GTA, but futuristic.
1: Yeah. Um, I yeah. it's going to be a runaway success no matter what. Uh, there's I think no, so too. there's no, even just it,
2: at least for the RP, like
0: just even for yeah. the RP and the online,
1: yeah. even if it's a terrible game, it's going to move millions of copies.
0: No, I don't think it'll be terrible. I think it may not be anything like, amazing but yeah i the last one just set records with the amount of copies it sold and if it does support if gta 6 does support mods and all that then yeah there's going to be a a huge community that's going to extend the lifespan of it like it did for five and i can't imagine they would ever get rid of that
1: i would keep the game closed for the first year so everybody buys it and like with drm and everything and then and then opening up mod you know that way, you have multiple waves of interest. You know, you don't just mm-hmm. have everything all on day
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Or just release it unfinished and then fix it like a year later.
1: <laughs> the ass on this chick. What's going on? Are you? <laughs> is that you? Oh, who knows? I did like the three character perspective from the first yeah. one. Yeah, well, wasn't was GTA cool.
0: Six? I, I don't know. I'm probably misremembering something, but wasn't it supposed to have a playable female character? And people were
2: that's what I thought. Uh, yeah,
0: about that. <laughs> People were all upset about it. And we were, you say people, but it's like five yeah. guys on Twitter or some exactly. shit, you know. And Probably,
1: yeah. Yeah, the so. the vocal minority, as we, yeah. we tend to call them. All right. Days you want to drop the ball mm. on or not drop the yeah? Ball, drop the hammer <laughs> on what you've been doing, what you've been <laughs> alluding to all show.
2: Yeah. So I had, uh, this entire weekend, I had all these plans for what I wanted to do. It was like, I want to go hiking and clean and do all those things. And I didn't do any of that. All I did was play escape from Tarkov. (laughs) Um, I'm already level eight. Uh, and I've been playing with for only three days, uh, which it takes for. <laughs> yeah. Are you going uh, to work this game tomorrow, day? I well, yeah. I've, I mean, I have to go to work tomorrow. But I was gonna like go out and do things and go grocery shopping tomorrow. And I'm already sitting there like analyzing how far I can stretch my groceries till I have to go, Jeez. so that way I can play more tomorrow. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. Um yeah th- so this game like i feel like a lot of people listening already know what escape from tarkov is it is like the mecca of F- of fps to be honest like and it's just it's like survival it has and i knew it i knew it because like i i played so much arc and so much rust that i was like i looked at tarkov and i was like how oh, i need to make sure i have a lot of time for this bitch yeah. Like <laughs> cuz <laughs> it's definitely yeah it's it's very complicated you've got to be careful with the kind of uh ammo that you use for gun you got to like actually pull out the magazine then load up the magazine then load the magazine into the into the uh gun there's tons of bag inside of a bag of milk inside of a bag of milk inside <laughs> of a bag of milk with this game dude like <laughs> And you can, you really can. There's condensed milk in the game, so I've definitely made sure to put one in, in every bag so that way I really do have <laughs> milk inside of a bag, inside of a bag. Because uh, that's probably the least realistic thing with the game is the fact that you can just shove like 700, ba- like a never-ending bag, like, what was it, Hermione's fucking endless abyss spell into a purse, like, is it's like it is sometimes, but um, so I love you this game.
1: Just continuously put containers inside of containers?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. You can really do. Yeah. You can just stack a whole long train of yeah. containers and bags, especially backpacks. So you can have never ending backpacks. Um, but it, truthfully, this game is very relentless. It's very difficult. It has a super steep learning curve. And I am so spoiled to have like a fantastic Tarkov community that I play with. Um, it's like my call of duty friends that I play with. It's the same group, the same community to do for you. And, uh, There's always one or two people on and they are way higher. They're like a pack of bobbies, dude It's fantastic. It's like bobbies and hots. It's all bobbies like and it's great So I pop in and they're fantastic though They're like we're gonna show you everything we're gonna show you a great like loot run and every time i've played with some i've played with Eight different people already where it's just me and them and every time the the style has been different Mm. And the experience has been different and it's been an absolute blast even when i'm getting my shit pushed in It's so much fun And honestly, the, um, the VoIP in the game is incredible. Like last night I was running around with you for you and he was hammered. I was high and we were just absolutely trolling people because I was doing a quest where I had to find beef stew fucking ridiculous and random. So, we're running around this huge, like, abandoned mall, and every time we'd see like a person run up, Jew would run up to them and go "hello" and sound like a like try and sound like a little boy. And at one point, he ran up to this guy because I can hear him on Discord, and then in the game, I'm like in a different room. But, on Discord, I can hear him be like, "Hello, do you have any beef stew?" And the guy's just like, "Uh, no, sorry, man." And then, as soon as you for you left, I ran into that room and I ran up to the guy, and I was like, "Hello, do you have any beef stew?" <laughs> and he's like, the guy's like, "I don't know how the hell you're doing it, but you sound exactly like the other guy that just ran up to me
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so we were just running around fucking with people, like just through voice chat and having these hilarious little interactions with people. There was one point we were a jew for you and i spawned and we ran up on this guy who was hiding in a bush and he's sitting there and he's like if you're gonna kill me just fucking kill me i have nothing on me already and we were like damn he's seen some shit and then just ran away <laughs> <What>? like,
1: <laughs> like a survivor uh, his mind is cracked he's just a survivor this
2: yeah day. oh which dude can totally happen like you can be too close to gunshots that ricochet and you'll get a tremor and like literally have a hard time seeing and aiming like it's the game is intense and it's but it is so much fun when you have like your friends with you and stuff and there's just been uh, there's been so many amazing moments there's, like playing with some people they're just kind of like oh here's a whole bunch of shit here have this here you stay here like i feel like i'm like super babied because they'll be like all right you stay behind this wall and i'm gonna run out and go grab some stuff and bring it back and i'm like okay and then (laughs) some of the people i've been playing with they've been like all right go ahead we're just gonna be standing on the other go in there and you kill everybody okay bye (laughs) so but it's been awesome because all of it's really good and there's just this game runs so deep like when we were talking earlier with cyberpunk and there being a series on netflix and a video game i think it's really awesome to have these multimedia um connections of community right and so tarkov kind of has it too there's some really good Tarkov lore out there. I think EUL Gaming uh, I want to say on YouTube has like an entire playlist of all the lore of Tarkov and they've produced it to feel like an actual documentary like some Vice Mm. News documentary and it is amazing and it's just about the fucking video game but the video game fired off of some, like, real-life events that happened in the Afghanistan war. And so it's, like, it's a good chunk of it is truth, and they were actually able to use a lot of real footage, too, and it also still applies to Tarkov. So it's it's crazy, like, how it, deep is, this is goes. Is all that stuff
1: canon? Like, is, do the devs agree with that? Uh, what
2: yeah, like, it's... Uh, oh, I, nice. Well, that's at least what I was seeing. Like, yeah, like, it was really off of... So, like, Tarkov has a lot to do with a... Uh, it, there's like this Yusef group that's kind of like a militia that was bought or mercenaries, sorry, they're mercenaries that are bought by like a chemical corporation terraform group or whatever. And um, they used to be military that came out of the Afghanistan war and like civilian life was just too boring for them. So they started taking these high risk contract jobs and then forming like Yusef that shit really well it's not Yusuf but like that shit really happened and so um, it, it's it's inspired by like a lot of that And it's just the story is so fascinating but it is one of those things where it's like when you watch it then you're like oh my god now, now I can't wait to play and then when you're playing and you're going through the map you're like oh my god this is the lab like I learned about this you know and it's so it's just it's so amazing like the world that <laughs> how deep it goes and uh, yeah R.I.P. my fucking life for the next yeah. like, <laughs> few weeks for sure uh matter of fact i will be playing tarkov after this
1: (laughs) i'm gonna put you on the spot here what is the appeal what is what makes you keep coming back why are you having fun minute for minute or hour for hour because when i talk to you you're like oh this is a game that's super intense for five minutes and then you wait for 25 minutes
2: Yeah, but that's, okay, but that's because it was the very, very beginning. Like I said, this game is super overwhelming, and, like, the learning curve is so steep, but as you start getting better and more comfortable and understanding it better, like, at first I was so, um so it's like scared and, in, and intimidated by uh, the combat and the fighting and the shooting because like it's yeah it's intense and you have to be pretty fucking accurate and on you either have to go way far back and snipe people in the beginning or you have to get lucky and be able to get up like right on top of somebody and hit fire them from like the side before they hit you because one bullet could make you bleed out dep- especially depending on what gets hit if you got hit in the chest then you could um, end up ha- like bleeding out faster you're gonna have a hard time breathing and you're not gonna be able to run as fast so like all these things like where you get hit is so important uh like if you knock out a limb it's not that bad but if you get like obviously headshotted, you're dead if you get shot in the thorax like you're you're gonna die pretty quick like it's but if you get shot in the leg then you'll be all right but it could be a huge inconvenience and you need like four or five different medical things and have to do them in a certain way because if you break your leg you have to like fix it with a fracture and then if you have light bleeding you have to use a surgical kit and then you can heal and so it's like all these different kind of rules and things of setting it up which i know sounds not fun at all to anybody <laughs> it's doing a great job selling the game but what's um what's awesome is as you start to learn and understand it and get it it becomes so much fun because then you're kind of like sneaking around and, and like looting and then you'll hear some Somebody and you'd be like, oh, that's a scaf, sweet. And then you like go to kill him. But somebody might come, uh, another real player might come and like you kind of square off. And then it's incredibly fun the fights or the interactions because sometimes like these people won't fight you, they'll just like run up and be like, chill, 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 daddy, chill. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so you have these like really funny, hilarious moments, you know? Yeah. Um, but to me, it kind of combines two games that I love so very much, which is call of duty and Ark, And cause it's the whole survival aspect of it. Like I've always loved survival games. This isn't, I know that there is like crafting involved in it, but I haven't gotten to that point yet. i have mostly just been having fun, like doing these raids, which is you join in and you um, essentially have like 15. Sometimes it's like raids are like 30, to 35-minute blocks, I think, and you can jump into a match where you either have that whole time or, like, 15 minutes in or something like that. They give you a 10-minute countdown um, once it starts getting close, and you have to get to one of multiple points each map is different but they have all these different points that are called extraction points where you get you have to run and get to that and then you get pulled out pretty quickly it takes I think like five seconds to get pulled out and so you want to get in you want to get as much shit as you can or finish quests or kill as many people as you can and then get out and so It's pretty fun, and there's the whole, like, scav and PMC, and, like, a scav, they have, that's the, what I was telling you, where it was, like, I play for, like, five minutes, die, and then I have to wait for 30 minutes. That's the scav run shit, but it's nice because it's, like, you start with nothing, and you get to keep all of it if you actually can, like, extract. Yeah. Um, which is cool, so it's just like little mini games of getting stuff. The real game is like your PNC, which is your main character, and so if you die, you lose all your shit, and it is your shit that you're like losing. So, but that could be super fun. Like, to, uh, the experience I had yesterday gaming with my friends and today were super different. Yesterday was all about like let's learn the maps and go get loot and like do questing and like all the other kind of survival side of things, and then today. All we did was this map called Factory, which, like, it's like uh, the Rust map on Call of Duty. It's super tiny, so it's just, like, you're constantly under action and fire and shooting people, and it was just, like, constant... like getting the hang of shooting and killing and like that's why it. like it was so much fun today having a whole bunch of people because you're just running through and like everybody's calling out and they're like i'm in death tunnel and like <laughs> mm. so we're just running through as like a unit because there was like five or six of us and so that was really sick and a lot of fun so for me with these kind of games it's always it's the community that's the biggest pull it's the community
1: for sure nice you're selling it you're selling it i always think about going back but it's intimidating i love it
2: it is intimidating and like i said i recognize that i am probably the most privileged noob like this is the best way you could go into tarkov which is like you you know you're welcomed into a village of super experienced people or any one person would be like yeah i'll take you out let's go have fun like and then show you the ways of everything you know yeah. <laughs> but then like always be there to help and yeah that's that's a dream you know that's an opportunity you don't ever want to miss right and so with any games but i'm i'm very thankful to the uh, jew for you community for carrying me through tarkov but not just that it's more of like investing you know
1: Speaking of Jew, he's in the chat, and he says, Harvest Moon is the best game on N64. Changed my mind. <laughs> has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Uh,
0: he posted that a long time thanks, ago. Thanks. We did talk about Harvest Moon, or we mentioned, it.
1: Oh, we mentioned it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't know that game was on N64. I thought yeah. that was uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, me too. All game right. Boy as well. Well, let's get to some listener questions. We've got three, and they're all from Warconius.
1: Thank you, Warconius. I appreciate the <laughs> Thank
0: order. you, Warconius. Always good for the, the LQs here. All right. The first one, he says, any recommendations for Vegas? He'll be there next week. Is Area 15 worth checking out? And what's the best buffet? I
2: think M- Area 15 is totally worth checking totally out. Worth Absolutely. Totally worth yep. it.
1: And, um, yeah, uh, what is it, Meow Wolf? Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? The yeah. Omega yeah. Mart, yeah, meow wolf Omega Mart. I've never seen anything like that, man. I would definitely do that. I, I can't. I can't speak for all the other stuff. There's a lot of things in there. I, that's yeah, the they got a one. bar with some arcade games. Yeah, but I mean the pay stuff, the other pay events. Oh. You know, they were all closed. Oh. Yeah,
0: we were there late.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I can't speak for those. But yeah. yeah. Well,
0: when we were in, in Vegas one. on our last Dlg Com, we uh, all did some sort of VR laser tag thing or VR group. Um, Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, but I don't know if you need a group for that or if you can just go by yourself and join a random group I think you need to be with other people.
1: I think you go in as groups. Yeah, so I don't know who you're going with but um Yeah, that was really fun
0: and buffets. I have no idea. I haven't been to a Vegas buffet in forever
1: My information is very old uh, but Caesars was always the best uh, Hmm. in my in my old uh, knowledge but they used to have two. They had the seafood one and the non-seafood
0: one. Yeah, I always remember hearing about the seafood buffet at the Riviera. I think, or I don't know. No, it's been a you long time. You mean the time. Rio?
1: Probably no.
0: Maybe started with an R. Okay, I don't. I don't know, man. It's like I. I haven't done Vegas properly in a long time. Yeah. I'm probably too old for that. Yeah, so. once
1: we get too old.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he also asks. Uh, game releases have been quiet towards the end of the year, mostly being pushed to 2023. Any releases here that are that you're looking forward to? And he links something that shows some of the games coming out in 2023. I took a quick peek at this. Honestly, I, I don't really know what's coming down the pike, but um, Fable I was vaguely aware of. I really enjoyed fable three. It was the only fable game I ever played and I, I really got into it. Mm. So did you finish
1: it? Bobby? Oh yeah. I don't remember this. Was this mm. on PC? I guess it was.
0: Yeah. This was back. This might've been the games for windows Live days. Oh. It, yeah. Those, those dark days. Uh, but yeah, I, I totally remember playing fable three. This mm. was back in like 2011 that I had played it. Uh,
1: so there's a Fable Four now, or is this called Fable now? Yeah, the they're just
0: doing the whole uh, go back to the first one. Like I don't know if it's a remake. I, I think it's supposed to be like a new, a whole new game in it in itself. But
1: yeah, looks like Wolverine's getting a game. Yeah,
0: Marvel's Wolverine. Uh, apparently, there's a RoboCop game coming out called Rogue City. Oh shit, that'll be interesting. Is that the name of the city? Probably in that movie. No, it's in Detroit. Oh, just regular Detroit. Yeah. Uh. The faraway (laughs) land of Detroit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I don't know. There's not a lot of information on that. And it looks like it's not even coming out. Oh, it is coming out for PC. PC. Okay. That's June 2023. Uh, Apparently a a new or a remake of Alone in the Dark. I know that was a really popular game.
1: And book series, right? Is that how it started out? Yeah, I
0: think it was originally a book. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of these other ones I just were not. I was not familiar with. I Damn. thought we already had a Kerbal Space Program too. Two,
1: I thought so too. Either that, they just keep um, setting you back.
0: Hmm. A new, new Horizon. Horizon game. Yep. Stalker two, Heart of Chernobyl. Yeah, I don't know. Fable and oh yeah, the Dead Space remake. Hmm. Kinda, kind of interested in that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. It's it's. Tough to tell because at this point, all we have is very little information to go off of, and you can't trust things in this industry,
1: yeah. right? We're a week by week show, man.
0: Like, yeah, if it's yeah. not
1: in front of us and you can't download it, um, you'd never know. Because, uh, though,
0: no, I am
2: excited for uh, the Modern Warfare 2 remake that's coming out next month,
1: Minecraft Legends,
2: which I know probably. they pump out Call of Duty all the time, but that was my favorite.
1: Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool to get a rebuild of your favorite one.
0: Oh, the the Wolf, Wolf Among Us, too. too.
1: That was your favorite um, Telltale game.
0: Yeah. But I, I kind of got burnt out on the entire genre. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Could it's been be a while,
1: though, thing. dude. It's probably been five years yeah. since
0: you played one of those. And then Hogwarts Legacy. So this got pushed way back. This There actually is a, some video of this out there. And it looks pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Starfields 2023. That's good. Yeah. Probably late. 20, probably get pushed back as well. If, new dragon age uh final fantasy C, uh, 7 the second part oh, the of second it, part yeah Rebirth. everybody's
0: looking forward to that i'm yeah. sure yeah I, there's some good stuff coming out for sure a lot of a uh, lot of sequels a lot of stuff that i'm sure will probably be good but i don't want this
1: is when i i uh i joined bobby cynicism it's like Yeah, until it's, like, right around the corner, about to come out. You really can't count on this stuff. Because
0: everything gets delayed. It's really common in this industry. And it's also really common for a game to come out and just not be very good. You know, that Mass Effect Andromeda, you know, that one just totally tanked. So you, you really can't get too hyped about this stuff. And also, I don't really get too hyped about... The the triple big a titles stuff. anyway. This is all you know? I'm stuff. looking for the next like Vampire Survivor, or something, <laughs> you know, like the n- yeah. next weird little thing. Out
1: yeah, there. man, uh, it, it's a genre creator. Mm-hmm. Vampire Survivors was a genre creator.
0: Uh, we're looking
2: c- forward to milk next to a bag of milk next to a <laughs> bag of milk next to
0: <laughs> next one. <laughs> um okay last question for morconius given your experience with playing and talking about games do you think you could effectively consult to game game studios about game design story or even monetization the key word here is effectively um <laughs> i would have a ton no. of notes but whether that
1: would translate it to dollar marks i don't no. know man well I, I feel like bobby would be like just make a good game and sell a lot of copies. No,
0: no. See, that's the problem. Like I, I could not help you monetize your game. They they already know how to do that. Mm. My my whole thing is like, I'd, yeah, make a great game, but nobody wants a great game. They just want like shit that's like addictive and taps into their lizard brain compulsiveness. <laughs> so they fork, fork over all their money and you know, it's working. They already do that. We'd, so. we'd,
1: make, we'd help them make less money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. What, you what about you days? What do you think?
0: No,
2: I don't yeah, I don't I don't wanna I wouldn't <laughs> want that pressure and uh yeah the conundrum of that, you know what I mean? Like also too, in a way, like I ain't shit. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm gonna sit there and be like, I have the secrets to the best video game. <laughs> like I don't. Um although, you know, I would love for somebody to make uh a Tales of Nadia where you're a sailor and it, the storyline's super fascinating, but you're bisexual, so it's double the fun. Um that'd be cool. If somebody could Somebody's do that, yeah, deep. that's Consult on that.
1: Uh, somebody has a fantasy, I feel like, but
2: uh, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I'd be I'd be terrible at consulting. I think, and yeah, same thing too. Like the best way to make money is not always going to be the best content,
1: yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I was thinking about this yesterday. Uh, I was telling Sam about it. Nintendo, no DLCs, like. How does fucking... How does Smash Brothers not have a DLC? Fucking Breath of the Wild does not have a DLC. We're talking some of the best games ever
0: made, ever. But they have new content. They, they have just new don't. content,
1: but you don't have to pay for it,
0: hmm. ever. And they just put it right into the game. They don't yeah. announce, like, oh, it's new. Hmm. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. They make such quality... It's more like attuned to to like what we would try to tell people, and they would not mm-hmm. make money, because... Nobody, nobody else is Nintendo, man. They make fucking super solid stuff. Uh, I, yeah. Could you imagine just another, could you imagine like a EA or somebody just putting a game out, supporting it for three years, mm-hmm. four years, and never expecting another dime for people. And it works at launch. And it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what a interesting is the concept.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. All
0: right, yeah.
2: Well they've been they've been they've had such a head start and they've been going for so long and then additionally too, like they're not trying to do like crazy games. You know what I mean? Like they're not making yeah super extensive i wouldn't say like they're not making extensive games but like they're not making games that are like cyberpunk sandboxes where anything could go like those massive open worlds that are super complex Mm -hmm. like i know that zelda is an open world but like not on the level of like grand i don't know like i just don't think that they're making
0: that um they do i don't know i think they do kind of they innovate a little, bit. A little I, I'm, bit. I'm thinking back to like Splatoon. I don't know how old that game is, but when that game came out, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. I don't I know if that's first party. It, it might be. That wasn't by Nintendo. It may. be. it might be. I'm not sure. Yeah. Mario Paint game hey. changer. <laughs> um, well, I
2: wouldn't say that no, it's not know. that they're being innovative. I just don't think that they're being complex enough to like. I think yeah. that because they're not yeah, being Nintendo overly complex, games. they can perfect what they have. You yeah. know.
1: Yeah, they stick to what they know, and it works. And I'm not complaining. I, all, I I only have mad love and, and uh, respect for the way they
0: do business. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed. Me too. Yeah. I just don't really play any of their games because, yeah, they are kind of like on the simple side. Although some mm-hmm. of them are really fun. Like Mario Party is a blast, but... Yeah.
2: Hey, simple is great. You know what I mean? Like if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. And so like, it's definitely working for them. It's fantastic. But you know, it's, I'm not surprised that with the kind of games that Nintendo's pumping out, that they're able to be consistent and that is kind of better, right? Like bite off something that you can chew, digest and like present well. Right. And so like, that's part of why they probably will always be such a great staple, right? Is because Mm -hmm. they stick to their motto that they have the whole time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. All right, there it is. The DLG Consulting Incorporated.
2: Be Nintendo, be but Nintendo.
0: not, uh, but not quite Nintendo.
1: <laughs> uh, right yeah. after you, you, you said something a little bit wrong there, days. I think you said something about Jew, and I was just thinking, like he should have a podcast that bite off what you can Jew. It'd be. A, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, More than you can do, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just, he's got to have a podcast now, just base because he has a name already.
0: Just come by. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's everybody playing next week?
2: <laughs> you know what I'm playing, dude. Tarkov.
0: Tarkov. God of War. Nick will be back, so you can talk to him about that. Perfect. God of War. Hopefully. Okay. I have no idea what I'm going to play. My uh, Xbox Game Pass finally uh, lapsed. That three months I had. I didn't play for like the last two months, but that was always great just to go in and see like, Hey, what's new in here, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll find something. Maybe I'll check out the new Sam Barlow game. Immortality. Yeah. Uh, Been meaning to get to that. It really depends on what, what kind of time I have next week. We'll see. It's a surprise folks.
1: All right. So, uh, speaking for Bobby days and myself surprise titties. Bye. Bye.
0: uh, for incredibly long outro music. Been using this one since the beginning, but it's so good, dude. Yeah.
2: If it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: I'd love to
1: find you who made this and suck his dick. I mean, uh, thank you.